live from an enchanted apartment in the Hollywood lowlands filled with fans to combat the heat. It's time once again for the Long Shot Podcast. Tonight, we talk about these things. The Ghostbusters car. (laughs) The belly of the beast. Yes. (laughs) And pleasurable incense. And now welcome uh, tonight's host, Jamie Flam. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My name is Sean Conroy, and this is the long shot from my apartment. Oh, wait a minute. It's not that. (laughs) No, it is your apartment. Oh, right. But I'm Jamie Flam, and um, really mixed this up. Sean, 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 Sean. Special birthday episode. He's here, and that's why I'm hosting, and we're at my apartment. Had had any of you guys been at the last episode, you would know that that was actually the special birthday episode. When you were alone? Yeah. I heard it was uh, awesome. I've only heard part of it. Amazing. <laughs> I've only a part of it, but I'm still. I have to finish it. Yeah, it's the not. questions were amazing that mm-hmm. the fans were sending in. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the questions, questions yet. Were great, but questions I enjoyed the uh, putting yourself on tape story, real Hollywood story. Oh yeah, for the audition. <laughs> yeah, working with old technology. By the way, just to catch you up, I did not book that part. Oh, Hollywood. By the way, Sean Conroy is here. Place. Joe Wagner also here. Hello. Hi. Amber hey. Hey. Right across from me. Hi, Amber. Hello. Welcome to the show. We're going to start today with a segment I called wish, I wish there in. was like a thing here where, and I'm sorry to interrupt you hosting the show, Jamie, okay. but you know, there's that thing of like, also with me today is the light at the end of the tunnel, and there's nothing for me, you know? <laughs> like there's no... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that, but that's the birthday boy. Was that Uh, why I was asked to host so that? No, 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 no. Sorry, go, go, go back into it. Go back into it. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm joined by uh, three uh, pebbles on a sandy beach uh, uh, that insignificant. I was about to say, say, giving, giving a very real perspective. You're just wearing, grains of sand. Wearing away into even <laughs> no, less significant things. It's true, though. If you think about it, though, it's, like, true. Like it's in true the universe, for all of us. Really. We're, like, so small. Think like about it. Like pebbles into sand through an hourglass. <laughs> Let me tell you, I felt the waves this week. Mm. I feel like I have gotten smaller. Uh-oh. Why don't we start with you? <laughs> oh, dude, I, I tipped it. Well, um, I just had the first week... At work, where I was trying to, wor- I've been working obviously days, and then I've also been still directing some of these sketch groups, and that's happening at night. Wait, you're working all day and doing sketch at night? At night. How do you do it? <laughs> Amber's no. been doing that for 114 <laughs> years. I, I, I understand that. I understand that. And, and Amber, believe me, I. I know it's not working in a coal mine, but it's the kind of thing where I'm realizing just. I think maybe age will be coming up in this episode. That is, Happy that is birthday, fair to say. Sean. Joe, uh, Joe is 62 years old. I am. So. I just turned 45 <laughs> no myself. spring chicken. No, and I am telling you that going to work and then, and then you know, I take a bus, go to a uh, rehearsal, or go see a show. It's been... Freudian I haven't, slip. I haven't you said been, audition instead of rehearsal. No, nah, I know. I know. That's I mean, isn't... All life, like an audition. Oh, you think about it's, it? it's true. Like it's pebbles true. in the sand. <laughs> you gotta keep it on. You gotta <laughs> keep the switch on. I'm high off of the smell of the incense. Of the incense Sorry. and also drugs. Yeah, there are. I'm there not is high incense on drugs. Here. Not um, yet. But anyway, mm. the point being, the point Spoiler being, alert. I'm leaving my place at uh, about eight in the morning, and I and 
for four nights this week, I got home at around three in the morning. Oof. And then I get about four hours of sleep. And I realized this week, like, I'm, that's, I can't that's push enough. it beyond that. Yeah. That it's I'm already hitting the limit at my age. Like, literally, when I'm getting up in the morning, I'm, like, sore. Like, I'm, mm. like, I can't, I've been falling asleep in the shower. Like, it's just that right. kind of week You're where I'm, turning like. turning zombie. I, I'm not. I'm lighting the candles at both ends and taking like a flamethrower mm-hmm. to it, and I'm like, and it's a I hot room to begin with. Yeah, and, and oh, and then and it's inside the sun. <laughs> Speaking of which, we yeah. did have a very hot week in LA. Like it was the first kind of real summer week hot of week. like nineties. <laughs> but the heat also too. It's like a factor if you live here. Like I was anyway, and then it's like. I gotta do laundry anyway. I, I, look, I know normal stuff. No, 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 normal no. stuff. But this for, is what this show's about. But that's, I. It really hit me the other day. I have not had a job like this in literally three years, and I just. It's an adjustment. I'm feeling so rusty and like muscles atrophied, and like suddenly I've got to be. I think there's just a big difference between. A create creative writing energy and like professional writing. Like, if the material isn't there, they can't do the show. <laughs> like, and I've just been feeling that pressure for the first time in what feels like a really long time. And trying to also direct sketch groups and right. make some more money on the side. And like, but anyway, the uh, good news is you got yeah. that sweet, sweet side money coming in. <laughs> a little side money, baby. Uh, hot tip. Yes. Thank you. Put on sunglasses, get a recorder of you just saying faster, louder, funnier, That's funny. and take a nap during those rehearsals, baby. <laughs> emote, emote. I love that. I'd sit back with the shades on, cross faster, my arms. Uh, louder, listen, funnier. Listen, Joe, would you like some coffee? Faster, faster louder, louder, funnier. funnier. <laughs> okay, I'll see if they have that. I'm just going to Starbucks. I don't know if they... I fell asleep on the bus. I fell asleep on the That's bus one scary. morning. I always yeah, it was like, scary. It was. I know. Yeah, but uh, the good news is I, I'm going to end with this. The good news is that on Friday was the first big presentation of two like sample episodes for Snoop, for Sony people, <laughs> TBS so people, surreal. for Snoop. <laughs> I know for Snoop, and it went really well. Everyone was really happy. They thought it was the material was funny and the games worked and Snoop was excited like what does I would that love look like? to see Snoop <laughs> well, excited here's here's well here's the melon here's the bittersweet melancholy oh, uh, no. uh, angle to that last bit I was the one person in the office who did not go to that presentation so you didn't get to see Snoop excited I did not I'm the one guy, he was like, just in a room by himself with sunglasses <laughs> on going faster louder funnier close enough I did take a little nap I'm gonna admit to a little nap at work that day because uh, th- because right now, I think I mentioned in the last episode, uh, it's such a high volume of material that we're shooting for Louder. 800. <laughs> a, uh, yeah. Funnier, faster, and more. That's what I'm like living under right now. And it, it, like 100 games, right? So, But in my head, I'm realizing, like again, I've just been writing for the last three years. I've just been writing on Twitter. Mm. I've, just been ri- I've just been doing yeah, free-form <laughs> stream-of-consciousness writing. Thank you. And... Don't forget Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and th- well, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of writing I've been right. doing and Maybe, conditioning myself Maybe, just a to. thought, maybe you should get a Yelp account. 
No, I got look right now. It's all about coming Pinterest. with the material, and so I I stayed back. I basically stayed back to keep working on stuff, to keep writing more games and stuff. So I heard it. I heard all about it when everybody got back, but. I heard that Snoop was really into it. He was laughing. He was playing along. Holy I just shit. watched uh, the Defiant ones. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. I heard it's great. It is great, but it, there's one really, really funny segment with Snoop where he's like, he's like, I have even wanted us on the cover of Rolling Stone. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to be on no Rolling Stones. I don't fuck with the Rolling Stones. I want to be on Source. On Source. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And he did smoke, of course, a giant blunt while they did the run through. And I just, I, I don't know when I'm going to get to be around that. Hopefully the next one. I feel one. like you guys are going to be. Com- I just want to have the moment where, from when I mentioned this I the first time say. on the podcast, well, you, were, you, were, you had your fingers together, like crossed, like two peop- close people. And then but I said it, compado. <laughs> you know, compado and shit. But I just want to have the opportunity to see if he remembers me. Yeah, that's, I think, what I was trying to say. Simpatico. 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 is a whole other We're word, too. We're getting there. Without uh, compato. <laughs> Hold the compato. Um, no, I'm going heavy on the compato. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to remind him of uh, Doggy Fizzle Televizzle, see if he remembers. But I know that day is Don't coming. Don't worry. He whizzled. I know. Mm, <laughs> that's our time. Thanks for tuning in, folks. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. How much time do you guys have? Two minutes? Yeah. All right, so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because we're going to... Yeah. At the Hollywood Improv. Tell. Sean's birthday show is tonight. I don't know if it's the last show I booked. There's not going to be anybody there. It might have been the last show you booked. Because I feel like I talked to you about it again after you left. And you were like, no, that's up there. So... Anyway. I think there will be people there. Anyway, so you guys need to check in. And we'll start with... with uh, Sean. I have a show tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I have Hot stuff room. for you guys that people have sent. I have artwork for all of you. Oh, and my I goodness. Have, uh, I have stuff, too. Somebody sent in... I have nothing. I forget his name, and I should know it. Uh-oh. But he emailed me and said, where should I send these things? I didn't know what he was sending. And I got him. And each of us has a long shot podcast coaster with a bottle opener built into the coaster. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're pretty dope. They're pretty dope. That is so cool. You know what? We should combine it with my idea for roller coasters. Little coasters with little wheels on them, so you can. So that even when you put your drink on it, it's still gonna spill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. How is that not a thing? Or it probably is. Anyway. Oh, by the way, just quick uh, follow up. Jake McKelvey. Yes. Um, sent me a text on from his tour. I think they were in Iowa, and he said that oh, yeah, they were doing that? a show there, and uh, only two people showed up. And they were long shot listeners. Oh they heard, they heard about my box, god! So I thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> we will get you two audience members. Yeah. I mean, we'll get us two audience members. There might be two audience members. <laughs> yeah. It might be me and Joe. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Okay, Amber. I, I don't got nothing. You got a Jurassic Park shirt on. It looks like a new I, shirt. I literally haven't been on the. How's your summer interview. going? Because we're right. I realize we're right in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay. <laughs> Next. No, I, I don't know. I like. I don't know if you've gone out to the beach. Like you and Jeff do nice, fun summer stuff, <laughs> right? I was in a play in the month of June, directed go. by Joe Wagner, which I Thank saw. You. It was great. How oh, was I last? Did, I did Jeff's show last night. I did want to check back oh, in you with did. that. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Go Sauce. Ahead. <laughs> Sauce. 
Yeah, it was Let's great. Plug, I'm plugging it, it sauce great. on Fridays. And I got pizza. pizza. Then I bought pizza. another pizza and I oh, ate the whole thing by myself. Uh, and birthday Alex, boy. And Alex came home and he like opened the box <laughs> and I was like, sorry, pal. Is he still on acid? No. <laughs> he started eating imaginary pizza. Wait, we Hollywood never talked about Hollywood Bowl, did we? That's it. We have too much to check in about. We need like... More time. We need like seven hours. Yeah. This is what I've been feeling, that there's not enough time. Yeah. Sorry. I have I'm wound up. Cake. That's going to make me feel better for sure. I've been st- stressed eating I too. like literally don't want to check in because I don't know there's where to start. There's too much to talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I was in a play. It was fun. It was... Sp- Fucking surreal to be around Nazis all the time. Right. And um, how do you think Hitler felt? <laughs> <laughs> or this is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's my struggle every day to be around you people. And um, it's a funny show. I'm a very teeny tiny part of it. How was I last night? It was good. Great. It was. Um, Right. Could have used a rehearsal. Right, right. <laughs> Director. <laughs> no, I feel I I feel the same thing. I well, feel it like it had been like three weeks. So we're like we're good, and then it started we're like oh we're not good. Right, right. It had been a while. <laughs> like drop lines, just rusty. A little bit. Yeah. The the too I mean, many now, hizzle fizzles. Now I'm like throwing people under the bus, but you know my last entrance. <laughs> yeah. Like, arguably the only part I have in the show. Yes, it is the main you, section you that you have. First. I uh. I, I was really proud of it's like a visual joke that it looks like I'm fucking one of the Hitlers. So I come out disheveled. Correct. So I was really proud of the disheveledness I, yes. I created that time. Yes. It looked I thought great. you were fucking one of the Hitlers. No, no, no. Don't believe <laughs> Come on. Um, he sold it. Still the theater. And Charlie did not enter with me. So the joke oh, did not read. Oh. So I just looked fucking <laughs> insane. <laughs> you just what looked with randomly he frazzled. He was outside talking and didn't right. realize that he had an entrance. Because he walks in behind her and he's also like, adjusting his shirt, right. buttoning up his pants and stuff. So I just had messed up hair and like lipstick <laughs> across my face. And, like, and it's never addressed. <laughs> I very much enjoyed last night's performance of Too Many Hizzle Fizzles. Although there was one moment where I was perplexed as to why the actress had clearly started to undress after the show and then realized she still had to perform. And just looked like you lost your mind. Last week I was on vacation. Again, oh, I that's feel right. Like you had a vacation. Right. Right. That's go? okay. We can tease. We can tease yeah, stuff. Tease Where did you go? Um, I went on a classic all American summer road Omaha. trip. <coughs> well, we went through nine states. Whoa. Um, 35. Despair, confusion, did anger. Did you stop? Resentment. And that was just in Nevada. Did you stop in any of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just went driving. <laughs> okay. We stopped in Colorado. We went to the Grand Canyon. Beautiful. Spent the night there. Well, an hour Majestic. outside of it. Not at the Grand Canyon. Right. Um, Didn't follow. Th- we, we also <laughs> drove. <laughs> Why did Sean say that disappointedly? Didn't. South, no, you didn't fall off. <laughs> South Dakota. No, spent the night there. <laughs> I, he didn't follow because I was mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> I understand him even when he doesn't anything. understand me. <laughs> I wish they fell to their deaths in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, you went to the Grand Canyon, you didn't fall off, huh? Mm. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thought you would. <laughs> yeah, it just wants everybody to die. <laughs> oh, like, so you went to a bus like, stop and it didn't <laughs> spin out of control and crush it? Oh, oh too bad. Too, too bad. soon. You went to the aquarium didn't get eaten by a shark, I huh? went to an aquarium. Didn't get eaten by a shark, huh? Too bad. And uh, then I went so to South Dakota, right. and then I was in Omaha. Okay. 
it was a lot of driving in my new baby car. She did great. Right. We went through the Rockies. We went through the desert. It was great. Did you have those great road trip driving moments where it's just like that, though, especially those states, like just the open road? Oh, my music God. Blaring, Most of it, like Utah, Wyoming. Foot out the door. We window. drove all of Utah and Wyoming and like didn't see other cars. Right. I was like, are we sure we're on the main interstate? <laughs> <laughs> this feels unnerving. Right. <laughs> I love that. It's the beginning to every great horror movie. Yeah, so it was a lot of... I went through a lot of beautiful places at 90 miles an hour, so I want to go back and revisit. Right. At 90 miles an hour again. Mm-hmm. Moab. Need for speed, baby. <laughs> what time is it? Time you to guys? go. Time. And That's you're, brilliant. You're still in the game, my friend. We have to go. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Take you, a cupcake. You're in the game. You're in Should the I race. leave them? Should I bring them? Yeah, no, bring them. Uh, oh, I can bring them. I'll bring him over. Do, unless you, you want to bring him. Let Jamie bring him. Well, you don't have to worry okay. about it. You know, let it be his responsibility. Here's another one that I want to give you oh. is I have a poster, that incredible artwork that Felipe did. Yeah. <gasps> that I would like for people to sign tonight. Yeah. Can I put you in charge of like finding a place to Whoa. put that so He's it doesn't get trampled and do you know what I mean? Like I don't know where I'm not on the floor. <laughs> not on the ground. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like some place where I can say to people if you want to sign it or whatever you know i'm in charge of the poster yes uh cool. i want to warn by Sean the way amber is wearing your shades right now liquid feet is doing an head. extra avant-garde oh, performance wait. saturday night oh, that's the time to try it out <laughs> how long how long how long are you guys doing uh, 30 minutes like like five minutes. minutes five minutes okay great all right We'll see, right, you guys right, see you guys soon. I will Bye, talk eventually. See you next time, and you will hear about what a sh- <laughs> shit show it was. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and then um, we'll be back with another segment of the show in just a moment. back this is the long shot we're down to two <laughs> and then there were two although andrew is here with his special lady rocky who i can only imagine as they were hearing amber talking about her road trip were thinking about their own as i think there was a car accident outside Did you yeah i think I, yeah sorry sorry about that folks you probably didn't hear that but there was a, <laughs> a bit of a screech and then a that <laughs> classic car crunch sound so hopefully everyone's okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have a bunch of turtle cupcakes next to me. <laughs> Hopefully, no one is dying. Well, it didn't sound while like we're it was talking like right now. If they did, then it didn't sound that bad. Unless they were like in a mini car. Unless it hit like a bicyclist or something. Oh yeah, I mean, there's so many things that could happen. Anyway, well, hey, say la vie. That's the world. Say la vie. So, um, but yeah, uh, Andrew and Rocky were just on a road trip as well, and for a month. And hey, That's, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Thumbs up. That feels so, I got to say, that feels so freeing to me right now. It feels like to hear road trip just feels like the opposite of where I'm at right now in my life. Like, I feel having this job, I feel like I'm so bound. <laughs> like, again, professionally, responsibly, like, I am bound to this place. I have to be there every day. And I have to, like, think of the shit, basically. Whereas, boy, to just fucking get on the open road and drive Mm -hmm. and drive and drive 
and away not from your have problems. any. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Where I'm just like, I'm grateful for the job. I'm glad I'm getting out of my debt hole, little by little. But to have not worked for so long, and then to now have to completely change. What is a t- take us through a day? You well, wake up at what time? I gotta wake up around seven ish because I gotta get out the door by eight ish to try to get the eight thirty to get, hit the eight thirty bus to get there by about nine forty five. Where is it? It's in Culver City, which is a, a, a good distance from downtown. And um, when I get off, I have to still I walk down about another two blocks, and then you walk onto the Sony lot, which is a very large lot. So then I have to walk about another. I don't know, half a quarter mile or something. Is the Back to the Future car still, or Ghostbusters? Is that still out and about on that lot? <laughs> is, the, is the Ghostbusters car driving around? Not randomly, no. I haven't seen the Ghostbusters car. I was there car. once, and the, the Ghostbusters thing was there. That's so, Are you thinking Universe? I don't know if you're confusing your studios. What is... I don't know. Sony has right now... <laughs> you know what I walk by a lot? I walk by... I see the same poster for the Gong Show with Mike Myers. Have you guys seen that? No. Mike Myers plays this like British dude? Yeah. As the host? I kind of like the character. If you see it, it's funny. Someone it's said a, it's like almost exactly like Austin Powers. It's not exactly. No, no. I mean, except he's British. That might be the, I think that's the only thing, but it's a very very different character. And it's kind of reined in, which I think Mike Myers is funnier when he actually pulls back mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of kind of going over the top. But Love um, Guru, that's what made it his best work to date. Well, that's What's a love that? guru joke. I don't know. I never oh, the love, saw it. <laughs> the love guru. I, just, I never saw the love guru either. But you know, I, it just reminds me that like game shows, game shows have come back, but in that in a very retro nostalgic way. And so, thankfully, I mean that's allowing for this thing to happen, this Joker's Wild thing to happen, to so give me a job. But like I said, I get so I get there around ten, and then. You know, we usually leave between 6 and 7, but we had our first long night there, mm-hmm. the, the night before this big presentation, where everything had to be ready and copied for everyone, and it just had to be all correct. And uh, it stayed until, like, 11 or so. It's 11 like 11.30. Like there's just two of you, though, right? And there's just two of us. There's a guy in New York, so technically there's three of us. Um... But between the three of us, we have to ultimately generate like a hundred games for this show. So, in between all those hours, just it's just straight writing, or is it like, hey, I'm going to go play well, some games on my phone for an hour? The, look, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't look. I don't know if this is going to be interesting to anybody out there. Maybe if you're if you're curious about what TV writing is like, because there's all kinds of TV writing, but very specifically, game show writing, uh, or or any kind of creative writing where you have to hit a certain you, you want to be trying to hit a certain uh, amount of productivity a day um, it, it, it comes down to the same principle of like Jamie you know this very well I think there, if you say to a comedian be funny there are comedians who are immediately going to do that in a machine like way they will immediately be funny and get a laugh out of you and then there are people there are comics who are going to say no, I'm not going to be funny because I don't want to be, you know, uh, 
doing what you're telling me to do. You know, it's I'm a hybrid, uh, classic yeah. hybrid. Yeah, I think depends on the situation. I think that's the thing. I think that's a very distinguishing factor of of comics and funny people. It's like if you're told to do something, do you have something innate inside you that says, "No, I don't want to follow that order." Um, so what like are I just, you? I don't want to be at your mercy that way. Like, oh, you want me to be funny now, and I'm right in the middle too. I, I and and part of that is because I feel like. I have a sense of what it's like to be a very spontaneous performer, but I also know from professional experience what it means to have to sit down and in an hour give them what they need, you know, um, what your bosses are asking you for. And so, so I'm, I'm, I'm still adjusting to that in that, a little bit in that way of like, you know, I have to go I have to go into work and I have to try to think of like 10 ideas that come as close to the target as possible. And part of, and 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 again it just makes you think about like well, what is my writing process like and to what extent do I have to fucking zone out for 45 minutes watching Snoop videos on YouTube to kind of spark something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not I am I don't I don't lean towards the machine side. Like I'm more of the like let me take a stroll and daydream side, which I think you relate to in a way too. Strolling like, and daydreaming? Yeah, it's right. Kind of uh <laughs> we share kind this of lifestyle. What I do. Um, yeah, we what, share um, this lifestyle. So, so but you're with one other person. Do you guys get along? Do you I That's like, worked out. I, I'm I, again like we're just freeforming here, guys, listeners, like we uh, and I think but I think this is what's Right now, what Jamie and I are kind of um, connecting with is the fact that we've both had changes in our professional lifestyle. Like, you are no longer at the improv. You're doing something completely different. You're creating your own structure. Um, or or lack not. of. Whatever. <laughs> but but it's, 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 that's it's, the challenge you're in right now. Yeah. And the challenge for me right now, the big change has been going to a job every day and and having to feel like I'm delivering what I have to deliver. And it sounds like you are. Yes. And you're hard on yourself. So you're I am hard on myself. I, but the reality is, is that there's, there really is this magic number of 100. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we hit that or not, I, realistically, it's probably close to like 90 or so. Because some of the games, if they work, they'll be like, let's do that one again. Right, right. So there'll be some kind of recycling. But as far as this magic number of like 100 for the last month I've just been living with that hanging over my head every day like and today I told Andrew I saw him when we walked up like like Jamie because I had that week where I was sleeping four hours a week last night I slept from 12.30 to 7.30 in the morning I woke up because that's where my internal clock is now like I woke up at 7.30 and then you know I kind of was awake for about 20 minutes and then I slept another seven hours wow I, and that's I can do that. <laughs> it's like it's not not beyond my ability to sleep that much, but it also just made me feel like t- the lost time. Like now, the forty eight hours of the weekend is like, oh, I, I feel like I got to get shit done. What um, else do you feel like? Just personally. personal, yeah, yeah. Like freaking laundry, like freaking yeah. laundry. Like that's where I'm at, and it's uh, it, again, it's frustrating sometimes to feel like. I'm not good at some of this basic stuff, 
but it's like laundry. It, well, just basic, normal, day to day maintenance. Because I was, because again, for a very long time, I had a very different kind of schedule, and I'm just. But are you, were you good with the daily maintenance then? Well, I, enough so that I was not anxious about it. <laughs> right, right. I have all the time in the world right now. I've been working a little bit, but I have. What I'm getting at is I've let Vanessa, she went to Virginia for uh, three months, and right. she asked if she could park her car in my parking spot. And there, there she gave me a couple hundred bucks. And I had some reservations about it because I am the worst. Like, inevitably, I will get parking tickets. But I was like, oh, it'll force me to wake up early on those days. Right, right. So it was like a couple hundred bucks. It's a very bucks. LA thing, by the way. It's like, even if I get one or two tickets, I'm still up a few <laughs> dollars. Okay, so it's been a month of, and on the street, you have to move your car Mondays and Tuesdays. But of course, my first week out, someone steals my registration sticker. Whoa! So I'm now, I, basically, I have six tickets. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Three $72 street clean tickets and three $25 registration uh, fix-it tickets. And finally, two days ago, I went and I was like, I should look at these. And I was like, oh, well, the first one, I've already missed the deadline for the $25 fix-it ticket, which I actually fixed within a week, which is, like, I went to the DMV. It was like, I had, someone stole it. So you can you contest that one? I know I, people I'm, always go, like, contest it, contest it. And I'm like, I was too, I was... Right, then you fixed it, right. But, but now the other it's ones, late. Well, because they stole your tags. But it's just like, those are the things that will pile up that will fuck me. It's like, and but also the stress of, um, this is a uh, tangent, but it just this, I didn't realize how valuable a parking spot is, especially in the city where it's like, right. driving home, no matter what time it is, in this like part of town where it's like, the stress of driving around for 20 minutes looking for a spot. And anyway, I'm, I'm losing money on the deal. I'm happy to help my friend. <laughs> but it was like, I'm so predictable. <laughs> yeah. But happy, like, it, it, it is, yeah, I totally know what you're saying. We're like, it's really fucking hard uh, to do this over and over again where you go, I know the little mine, mines in the minefield that I'm going to set for myself, and I know I'm going to trip them off. And I know I'll make it to the finish line, but I'm going to have blown off half my body. Right. That's a little heavy. Well, it's also part but, of, like, just but with, even with several hours a day right now um, to be working on, if you know, just give something to someone that's busy and they'll get done versus I have all the hours in the day to just get online. Like, I've spent on my list for two weeks looking to the fix-it ticket thing. Like, right. what is the process? And then I wait till a week after the first one's overdue. I think that's something that, again, in some ways distinguishes working maybe in Hollywood from some other jobs, which is um, there's a part of a lot of people who come here that they don't necessarily want a boss. You're not looking to be lorded over in any way. Um, I think a lot of people who come here look for freedom in that way and creatively. However... You're going to have a boss if you work. If you don't, you have, as they say, have to be your own boss. Mm. And that, again, usually goes against whatever free-spirited sense of, of creative artist you are where it's like, 
well, I'll just let, I'll just live life and see what it shows me. And that would be great anywhere, but in LA where, again, because of a certain competitive aspect to the, to the whole profession, you, you can't just maybe be that lackadaisical. No, or you can and be miserable. Or you can, or yeah, or, or accept it and enjoy it, and then let's see how it turns into something else. But that's the hardest kind of place to reach, I think, which is like a self-acceptance of how you navigate this whole business. Yeah, or how you don't. I mean, like, I I'm realized I, I cannot be my own boss without... Like, you know, I'm very deadline-driven. Right. And if there's parameters, but it's, again, it's like when I was at the improv, it was like, if you told me you're, you're going to have at least a few months to just work on your own stuff, if I had actually had the some sort of a structure to how I was doing it, right. and trust me, and part of my structure is creating structures <laughs> right? so that I can then, like... I, structures within structures. That news, I told you when you walked in, there's this huge new 32-inch uh, monitor. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. You took a big technological step up. Because on Friday, like, and because I've had three days to, like, full days to go through my to-do list, to right. really just work on these projects. But on Friday, I was like, how am I expecting myself to do this? And I have just this one screen. And I have, like, I have to be able to look at my to-do list and my calendar right. so I can right. have that on one screen. Right. So I went on Amazon now, <laughs> two hundred bucks. I had a screen here, and it is a—it's a nicely sized screen. And so in the twenty-four hour, I guess that was last night. The the trick is to not get caught into just making the progress about is my screen getting bigger, <laughs> right? <laughs> By that measure, I am kicking ass. Because if your your to-do list ends up being so big that you have to just start projecting it on the wall of your apartment, and then you're like, oh shit, I gotta get to all that stuff. I'm a cliche, by the way. I mean, like, if you look at these boards and the pins, and those were filled, and then I took them a bunch of yeah, off and I put them over there. And I, here's what I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I remember somebody said that to me once, and I was like, you know what? We all are. And if you're living here and you're pursuing something in the business, we all are in that way. Like, I don't, it's so funny. Like, so, so Jamie's pointing out he has pushpin boards that have, like, cork boards that have, ideas on them they're like little strips of paper and you just you know pin them on there and 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 i've been dealing with that too jamie of like again one very traditional thing of any writing job in hollywood is like you gotta have the boards and you gotta have the stuff up on the boards it it, it is a very simple physical representation of like you are getting shit done um but that's the tough thing too of like you know is it going from the boards to execution that's it that's the only thing. And right. for me, I mean, today it's really getting to be insanity. And I've been saying this on this podcast now for months, if not years. But, like, right. today I had breakfast and I was like, I have from 12 to 6, full day. To, I have to dive in. I have some big things I have to get done. Right. I The place is pretty clean. Place because great. I was cleaning, right? But literally, I spent an hour and a half. Like I, I've been like all the bags from all the shopping, grocery shopping I've been doing, right? Over the last few years, have been taking up. So I was organizing paper bags from Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and Ralph's and 
uh, sprout. Like literally, and then putting them out, like that was a thing. I spent another hour over there. Um, I got a new thing at Kmart, like a little thing, but like organizing, literally had piles of right. safety pins. And do you, do, I, I don't know if you've ever formally talked about this, but you've, you feel like you have a certain sense of OCD with some things in that way? Yeah, for sure. And when something has to get done, you can, again, it's almost like finding structures within structures, which is mm-hmm. like, okay, I have to organize these bags. It's like every, I will do everything but what I need to be doing. Right. And at the core, I say it's writing. And I really do think it's like, right. even if it's just journaling or something every day, for my own health and well-being, just getting stuff out, Right. Um, I need to be doing that. And I have a business plan I'm, I'm, I need to get done like weeks I, I, ago. I think the toughest thing to get through mentally is where, where what we're describing is like um, when you realize that even if you get the change that you're looking for, like you wanted to have a change from your job. I wanted to get a job. And now we're at where we wanted supposedly and we did we do sincerely a part of us does but we're realizing like uh that doesn't it doesn't fix us in a way yeah it doesn't fix us and if anything it just shows us even a little bit more what we have to work on or or exposes i think for me but probably just like fear i think it all comes down to fear in some way or another but like a deep. I'm trying to figure out what is my deep seated fear of just doing what I enjoy doing, well, creating. That, like for example, when I'm not working, I'm actually not. I'm a pretty confident person when I'm not working. As far as like, oh, if I get the job, I can do it. Like I know how to do it. I can do it. So it's not. I don't put myself ever down as far as like my capabilities when I'm not working. But then you get the job and you're like, oh. Now it's real. Now it's almost like, can I, can I do it? Can I do it? I think, well, yeah, it's the, I've looked into, there's so many different names for it. Noah's Ark Syndrome. <laughs> Is that one of them? I looked over at Andrew because I'm sure I've to, explained to him. It's definitely not Noah's Ark Syndrome. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out where the animals try would to come in. pair things up and set them sail in my bathtub. Um, <laughs> oh, the Jonah. Jonah and the whale thing. There's something in there for okay. sure. I forget All what right. it is. Um, some biblical. Some biblical thing. But um, I think a big part is like a fear of like the imposter syndrome, I think it was called. Like, oh, oh. I talk big game. I'm excited. I know I'm like... He's <laughs> like, how do we go from the Bible to the imposter syndrome? Because I think the Jonah complex... <laughs> It's related. Jonah was who's the imposter in the Jonah the whale story? There's no imposter. The whale wasn't like, "Hey, I thought you were this some is other a, guy, Jimmy." Is, I'm just gonna read it. Um, You're Jonah. He Jonah and the whale. He, I don't even know Jonah complex. Yeah. Okay. The Jonah complex is, is it an the imposter fear thing? of success. Okay, it's the fear of success. Oh, fear of success. Okay. The Jonah Comics is the, the fear of success which prevents self-actualization or the realization of one's potential. It is the fear of one's own greatness, the evasion of one's destiny, or the avoidance of exercising one's talents. One's talents. Ah. Just as the fear of achieving a personal worst can motivate personal growth, the fear of achieving a personal best can also hinder achievement. Yeah. So I got some of that, I think. I yes. mean, it sounds kind of right. cocky. But no, like, it's tr- that is. I get it now. I get it. I mean, it's it's like... 
I, I don't know. I mean, the Jonah thing, I guess, is he, is, is he f- the fear of success like getting swallowed up? Uh, here's, well, although Abraham Maslow is credited for the term, the name Jonah Complex was originally suggested by Maslow's friend. Okay, I don't need to read this part. <laughs> but his <laughs> friend Maslow's was buddy. Professor Frank Manuel. Oh, okay. The name comes from the story of the biblical prophet Jonah's evasion of the destiny to prophecy, the, des- the destruction of Nineveh. Yeah. Maslow states, so often we run away from the responsibilities dictated, or rather suggested by nature, by fate, even sometimes by accident, just as Jonah tried in vain to run away from his fate. Oh, so he tried to run away, and in running away, he was swallowed up by the whale. So maybe... Uh, Maybe does the belly of the beast come from that, or is that Moby Dick or Star Wars? (laughs) Or all of them? Wait, no, I think belly of the... No, that's a biblical thing, belly of the beast... I don't know. Um, I don't know what the Star Wars one is, <laughs> but I guess when they're in the Death Star. So I, I think that I get that. And for me, my whale is like my previous life of the last three years. Like that that's the whale that I feel like I'm like I'm running away from the responsibility. I'm not running away, but I'm not I'm also not I don't think I'm doing the stuff that's best conducive to it. For example, on Thursday night, the long night where we had to write up all this stuff, we we ended around 11.30 or so, and the other writer and I, we left at the same time, and he was like, what are you, you going to do now? And I was like, well, you did mention, he had mentioned earlier that the movie War for the Planet of the Apes was opening. And I was like, I know there's this theater down the road. We could go see a late night screening of it, midnight screening of it. So we did. We walked down to the Arclight of Culver City. The Arclight of Culver City. And we watched War for the Planet of the Apes, which is almost a two and a half hour movie. That's late, yeah. And it got out, you know, and I jumped on the bus around close to three. And I just remember thinking, like, I needed to do that. Like, I, I know that my creative brain needed to check out and turn off and just watch a movie. Mm hmm. But I know that my body, my muscles, the next morning are going to be like, why the fuck did you do that? And I feel like the the whale that I have is trying to live the same, like trying to maybe do as much as I felt like I used to or I needed to do for myself and now having to adjust that to something different. I'm now I'm confused again what the whale is. <laughs> the whale represents... I think the whale represents whatever it is that could swallow you up, that could just, mm-hmm. you know... The consequences of avoiding what you're... Right, right, right. Yeah, the consequences. So I feel like I'm in the, I'm in the maw of the whale right now. Oh, but, God. But you're maybe, in my whale. You're in my I think whale right now. It just depends on which way I'm looking. If I'm looking down the gullet of the whale, or if I'm looking out at the beautiful ocean skies. Like, take a look around. Like we're looking at the literal metaphor of my whale. Right. It's like I've cleaned out the interior of the whale. We gotta wrap. We gotta um, wrap up. I know. I just want to take a moment. I mean, how often do I get to, on a mic for people to listen to? Like. Analyze the innards of my whale. Well, it does seem it's very it's it's very ordered. It's tidy, but I know that that does it means that still means there could be a storm inside you. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we have to take a quick break. Up. Should we just go to? Let's just go to parting shots. All right. So this is a part of the show called. I don't. I guess I I can have my own thing. I don't have to do what Sean always does. No. Yeah, yeah. So what's my take no on rules. it? Um, 
Well, do you have do you have something specific you want to do? Do you want to do a boba wisdom? Speaking um, of boba wisdom, yes. Just real quick, where was I recently? Oh, today, this morning, I had breakfast with Zach Sherwin, former guest of the show, at a place in Los Feliz. Los Feliz. I got a boba. I got a smoothie, but I got a boba straw, and there's no boba. It was just like a wide straw, just because they're like, you're going to enjoy more of this in your mouth. Oh, interesting. No boba, but the straw. <laughs> no boba, but the boba straw. I'm going to, you know what? My parting shot is just going to be, he's not here. I don't know if he'll hear it. But I do want it on the record, and <clears throat> I know, Jamie, you feel the same way, that uh, I just want to say uh, a happy birthday. I'll raise my glass toast to Sean Conroy, who is the um, master and commander of this ship, and he's turning 50, just turned 50. He's a gorgeous, godly fuck. We know that. <laughs> That's been established. Is um, a grammarian... Of the highest order, and I think a kindred spirit to some so many of us who feel the massively damning frustrations of life, and and turn it into something funny. And he's one of the funniest people you could ever know. And it's it's an honor to be his friend. And when you hit five zero, I mean, I I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know Sean's age. I just turned forty five. I feel like I I am middle aged when you hit five zero, and you still have a heart like he does. And how he enjoys still so much of what we do. Yeah. Even with all the fucking bitching and moaning that we do about it. Um, it's a great thing. And so here's to Sean Conroy. To Sean To the Conroy. next 50. We're to about to go see his show at the Improv, which is going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. Um, I'll say that uh, you said it very well. It's crazy to me that he's 50. He's the first person I know... I've, of course, met plenty of comedians and know people that are in their 50s, but the first friend... Right. And it just is, it doesn't make sense. I'll be honest, by the way. To me, still in my mind, 50 is now officially too old for this shit. Like, <laughs> for what shit? Or comedy. Like, <laughs> it's like rock and roll in a way, where it's like 50, where it's like... Oh, you're like... It's like a 50-year-old punk. Oh, you're still like a 50-year-old punk, dude? I think comedy but, transcends that. If anything does, it's funny is funny. And funny is funny no matter how. You're right. I mean, there's a documentary right now about you know Mel Brooks and Dick Van Dyke and all those old dudes, and they're not dead. But um, but I think it's the struggle. It's the fifth. You know, it's it's like, hey, it's a struggle. Show business is not easy, but you keep fighting at it because it means so much to you. And um, you know, fifty. It's like I think. Normally in our society, 50s when people start to think about like, well, what is it going to be like when I retire? And sometimes, but if you're in show business, 50 is like, hey, I'm I'm still going to try to do what I feel like I did when I was 25, you know, and I'm just going to try to do that professionally and to keep working at that. So um, it keeps you, it does it does age you, but it also keeps you young at the same time. So somehow it all works out. Well. Speaking of ships, I mean, it, bring, it brings it full circle to Jonah and the uh, Moby Dick and uh, ship novels. And find your boat. Find your boat. Sail away. Uh, this find has been a fun episode. Um, you know, I want to end on some sort of fireworks display, but I just have to accept that this is as fireworky as it's going to get. What if we... T I just want to throw out, too, like, can the fans and the listeners please write... 
your most honest comments about how you thought Jamie and I did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or hold back. Uh, for, for an incredibly sincere uh, uh, exploration of... Uh, uh, of the Joker's talk. Wild. Of the Joker's Wild. There's some shop talk. Um, so when you wake up, uh, listen to the rest. Listen to the part that he didn't hear. Actually, you know what? Speaking of the friend, the co-writer on this show, he's been having late nights, too. He's working just as hard. He, right? He's just doing his thing because he's a stand-up, too. So he's like, he's been going to some clubs afterwards late at night. And 45 minutes into War for the Planet of the Apes, he fell asleep, and it's a beautiful snore <laughs> through the fucking Arclight Theater. And uh, twice I felt like, yeah, that might be a little too loud, so I would wake him up, just nudge him a little bit. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, would you recommend the movie? I think it's a great trilogy. I think it's one of the greatest trilogies of the last 10, 15 years. Uh, you should watch the first two. They're amazing. The third one is is very, very well done. Incredibly emotional. However, I do feel that the second half is a little lugubrious. Mm, and so I work. totally understood how he fall asleep, fell asleep. I was nodding off a little bit too. But that was because I had gotten three and a half hours the night before. Um, and it was a late screening on top of that. Yeah. Well... Go see the movie. Give us reviews on uh, iTunes and Longshot and uh, .com and uh, Facebook and Twitter. And if you have a time machine, go see Sean Conroy and Liquid Feet, etc. at the Improv Tonight. This has been a lot of fun for Joe Wagner. I love you, buddy. Thanks for having us it's over. And pleasure. I love that you burned incense. We've been burning incense at work, too, and it's nice. I think it adds, it really adds something. It's my pleasure. And that's what it's actually called. <laughs> pleasure. My pleasure. I love it. Bye. Bye. Today is your birthday. I wish you happiness. For past, present, and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com.
that brings the best.